Welcome to the Hope for ACD podcast, the podcast for adults with divorced parents and those who love them. We're glad you're here as we discuss how adults with divorced parents can take steps towards better relationships with God, themselves, their spouses, and others. Now here is your host, therapist and author, Kent Darcy. Hi, this is Kent Darcy. If I sound like kind of congested, it's because I am. This has been going on now for weeks. I am just fed up with it. If you have a solution, uh, I don't care if it's FDA approved or not. <laughs> I am like, uh, send an email me because this is just, uh, it, it's just been a hassle. But thank you for joining us at Hope for ACD, Hope for Adult Children of Divorce or Adults with Divorced Parents since a growing number of you were not children when your parents divorced. You were caught in that gray divorce storm that is building. But regardless of when your parents divorced, Christmas can be tough. For many people in general, the research shows one of the things that can cause holiday sadness, or holiday blues, as it's often called, is stress. You have to do this. You have to go here or there. Picking just the right gift for just the right person but the money is tight and your time is even tighter. Lots and lots of stress. Other reasons that can lead to holiday blues include loneliness. This is a very tough time of year for a lot of people or unrealistic expectations. Maybe your experience doesn't live up to the Hallmark movie experience. You know, columnist Reku Basu had an interesting quote. He wrote, Christmas unites past and present in both affirming and painful ways. And that's kind of what adults with divorced parents experience. Christmas unites past and present in both affirming and painful ways. Although we tend to be impacted and remember the painful ways. Those painful ways also produce sadness. So for adults with divorced parents, even though the other reasons, stress, loneliness, etc., may apply, I found that often the holiday blues are caused by grief. Grief is the emotional response to a loss. It doesn't have to be about death. Uh, if you're more interested in grief, when I get into it in a little more detail, I've done a couple of podcasts on how grief impacts adults with divorced parents. Uh, you can check out those podcasts on our website, hopeforacd.com. But it's important to know that any loss can produce grieving. And with parental divorce come a lot of losses, particularly at the holidays. And I want to take a moment and just look at a couple of them. One of the biggest losses is not having both of our parents together as a couple. Even if you're seeing the other one later, it's not the same. It's not the ideal many of us as kids desire. For me, because my father was out of town, the divorce meant talking to my dad on the phone on Christmas Day for many years. I knew I missed him as a kid at this time of year, but didn't realize how much I was grieving until I was well into my adulthood. Actually, the healing started when I was doing the research that led to this ministry. I knew something was off, but I just didn't connect the dots. And that's true for a lot of us. So missing one parent or the other at Christmas can be a big deal for us and create sadness. Another loss can be grandparents and extended families. I've heard examples where entire families were not accessible after the divorce. And it's so unfortunate because there's things we miss Here's an example. 
for the first 14 years of your life, you went to grandma's on Christmas Eve and had those amazing homemade cookies hot out of the oven. And every year, your parents would say, just two cookies. And every year, your grandma would sneak you two more. But with the divorce, you moved. The Christmas Eve's with grandma, your father's mom, stopped. And every year, there's a part of you that misses that and gets sad. For those of you who have experienced gray divorce, your parents waited until you were grown to divorce, this can be double trouble emotionally. For example, for 10 years, you've taken your kids to grandma and grandpa's house, but grandpa isn't there anymore. It's a double loss for you. You're used to your parents being together for you. You're used to your parents being together for your kids at Christmas. And when new people get introduced to the mix, it gets even crazier and you grieve the loss of what was. So we miss our grandparents and extended families. Maybe your loss is annual Christmas traditions. I just mentioned one. Going to grandma's house, sneaking a cookie, probably opening gifts together or other things that you did every year. The research shows kids love routine. Kids love consistency. There's safety and security in these things. With traditions, there's something about being a part of something. Crazy sweaters, Aunt Josie's triple berry pie, Uncle Joe falling asleep every year after dinner. And when it stops, even if we didn't like it, you know, maybe we were teenagers, we secretly miss it and we grieve. And keep in mind, with our parents' divorce, all sorts of other things have changed. So these changes compound a world where we have no control. And the divorce articles tell the parents, you know, it's important to create new traditions. And that's true. But we often miss and grieve the old ones. I heard an interview by Carol Hughes and Bruce Friedenberg. They are the authors of a book called Home Will Never Be the Same Again, A Guide for Adult Children of Gray Divorce. Really good book. The book is listed in the resource section of our website. Uh, but they mentioned something that was really profound to me. They said, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, the losses we experience when our parents divorce are like oxygen. Oxygen is always there, but you don't notice it until you're having trouble getting it. Like right now that my nose is all plugged up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Likewise, we don't notice the importance of what we have. Parents together, traditions, grandma's cookies, until they're gone. And when the Christmas music starts, we're reminded and we get sad. It's an almost involuntary response to unresolved grief. So traditions can be a source of sadness for us. And the last loss I want to look at is the loss of what should or shouldn't have been. Basically, the difference or gap between what we had or didn't have and the ideal. For example, maybe after the divorce, your parents argued about where you'd be for the holiday and never bothering to ask you for your opinion. Maybe you had good collaborative parents. They got together with you on Christmas and they didn't argue. But while it was cool having them together, you knew it wasn't real. One of them would be leaving shortly. Consequently, you never really enjoyed Christmas because it was too painful to have the goodbyes at the end. Or maybe you got new clothes at one house, but couldn't wear them at the other house. Maybe you spent half of Christmas Day in the car because both sides wanted you. Or you met the new significant other on Christmas. Even those of you whose parents, you know, weren't the best married couple, and you get why they divorced, you grieve what should have been. 
if they could have just got their act together. It's amazing the stories I've seen and I've heard. And we grieve. We're sad. And just push through it. But how can we move past this in a healthy way? What can we do? First, work through the sadness. Dr. Taya Smith, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist, says, and I quote, if you are struggling with the holiday blues, accept that this is your reality and give yourself permission to feel this way, close quote. Basically, don't beat yourself up if you're feeling sad. This can be particularly problematic for Christians. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. I have the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, but I don't. So do I have enough faith? Am I not really a Christian? As far back as I can remember, oh, yes, you do have enough faith, and yes, you really are a Christian. You're just a Christian in a human body. Paul talked about that. Maybe we can deal with that on another podcast. But as I started to say, as far back as I can remember, after my parents' divorce, I was sad at Christmas time. Not weepy, depressed sad, just that low-grade, under-the-radar sadness. Even in adulthood, it would start every year when I heard the first Christmas songs. My solution was to stuff it and push through the season. Keep up the smile. Uh, Dr. Smith suggests a better way. Dr. Smith suggests identify the why. I did this years ago by journaling. I journaled, what did I miss and why? Who did I miss and why? You know, maybe for you, it's what or who you don't miss. Whatever it is, journaling can be a big help. But sharing with someone you trust is even better. The Bible says, cast all your cares on God, for he cares for you. It also says, bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Find someone you can share with, ideally your spouse, but someone who will listen and support you. And just a side note, I wouldn't recommend one of your divorced parents. Uh, usually they're dealing with their own issues. They're not quite getting the, the picture. And I mean, sometimes it works, but I would be cautious about going to your divorced parents this way. Find someone you can share with, ideally your spouse but someone who will listen and support you. One of the challenges I have in my counseling office is teaching people how to listen to others. We are a society that loves to talk, but has very few people who know how to listen. The Bible says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. We tend to be slow to listen and quick to speak. So when you're sharing what you miss about Christmas and why, make sure you have someone that knows how to listen. The best listeners are slow to speak and quick to listen. Some of the best listeners are counselors. Don't hesitate to seek professional help. Oh, it's not that bad, Kent. It doesn't have to be that bad to get help. Yes, I've spoken with Christians who hate Christmas and can't wait for it to be over every year. But I've talked to many more who just want to enjoy the season of Jesus's birth. Reach out to someone and share your parental divorce holiday struggles. So the first way to overcome holiday or divorce-related blues is work through them by admitting you have them and learning the why behind the sadness. The second way to move past the holiday blues is focus on the blessings you do have. Most of us are really blessed. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks for the small things, 
Give thanks for the big things. What do you have to be thankful for this Christmas? Can't think of anything? Give thanks that you have the equipment to listen to this podcast. Give thanks for the food God's provided. I remember back years ago when I was living in a divey apartment, <laughs> there were days when the meal was rice with butter on it. Rice was cheap and filling. Today, it's probably ramen noodles. <laughs> but in any case, give thanks. Even if you're alone, you probably have a roof over your head. Give thanks. Focus on the blessings you have. The next way to move past holiday blues is to make new blessings. If you're alone, volunteer at a place that serves the less fortunate. If parents, step-parents, ex-steps, missteps, and all the other ones are ruining your holiday, celebrate it with just your family. Well, they'll be mad. Maybe. I encourage you to listen to the podcast we have on boundaries. They'll be a real help in this area. Also, you can embrace new traditions. Yes, there are some old traditions we miss, and maybe we can continue. But your spouse or friends can bring their traditions. Or you can start your own tradition. If you need an idea, Google is a wonderful thing. <laughs> and the last thing I want to look at as far as overcoming the holiday blues is remember what Christmas is really all about. My favorite Christmas special is Charlie Brown Christmas. Seems like after 60 years, almost 60 years, it still holds up. Charlie Brown is saying, I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? And Linus says, sure, Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. And then Linus says, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown, the birth of Christ. And as adult Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. For many, particularly adults with divorced parents, peace is replaced by fear, and our hearts are troubled. Wouldn't it be nice to have peace instead of fear? True peace instead of stress and sadness? Again, listen to what Jesus said. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus also said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, maybe when you hear this, you say, well, you know, Ken, it sure feels like he left me or, or left us. I've had people say that, that they felt God had abandoned them, particularly when you hear some of the divorce stories I've heard. And I get it. I, I understand why you could feel that way. For me, I've never felt that. Now, there were plenty of times that what God was doing or not doing made no sense to me. Didn't have a clue what was going on. And even with hindsight, I still didn't get it. 
But on the other side, there's been so many times when I know God was at work, beyond any doubt. And through the years, that's helped me to accept the times when I just don't get it. I've heard it said, don't throw out what you do know about Jesus because of what you don't know or don't understand. What do I know? I know Jesus was born, which is what we celebrated this time of year. I know, because I've done the research, that Jesus died and rose again from the dead, which is what we celebrated Easter. And I know that Jesus is coming back. And I'm not talking about Jesus is coming back, look busy. I'm talking about Jesus is coming back for us, those who have chosen to follow Jesus as Lord and Savior for their sins. And I encourage you to confess you're a sinner. We all are. That Jesus died for your sins, and through him, you can be saved. The Bible says everyone who does that will be saved. And that's the best Christmas gift of all. Hark, the herald angels describes this. Think about it. This is what it says. Hark, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners, us reconciled. That truly is the most amazing gift. So in closing, how do we overcome the holiday blues? First, we acknowledge and work through the sadness. Don't stuff it like I did. Second, focus on the blessings we do have. Third, make new blessings. And fourth, remember what Christmas really is all about, salvation through Jesus Christ. I hope this has helped because I know this season is so tough for so many of you. If you have any thoughts or questions, you can reach out to me at questions at hopeforacd.com. That's questions at hope, the number four, acd.com. But that's it for now. Until next time, let us heed the words of the Apostle Paul. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. This is Kent Darcy. Thanks for listening. Make it a very Merry Christmas. This has been the Hope for ACD podcast, which is produced by Adult Children of Divorce Ministries. We'd love to hear from you. Please email any questions or comments to questions at hope4acd.com. That's questions at hope, the number four, acd.com. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, may God bless you with his peace and joy.